Reddit, a website getting more popular by the day. And as it continues its inevitable growth in users, the darker posts on the site are going to be brought more and more into the spotlight. Turn off the lights and prepare yourself for volume 2 of disturbing reddit posts. It's time to step into the darkness. When I was 14-15, I had anorexia nervosa. I lurked in a lot of pro-eating disorder websites which gave tips and tricks for starving, purging food, hiding your eating disorder, etc. I was severely mentally ill. I only cared about getting thinner. I have permanent heart damage from starving myself at the time. I know it was wrong. At one point, someone on one of these websites mentioned another website that was invite only. You had to email someone to get an invitation. I found the website through another website. It didn't have any red flag words in the title of the site. Maybe something like chic or style. I don't believe it even had the word skinny in the website name, but I could be wrong. I emailed the site moderator. It was a feminine sounding email name. She emailed back and told me that I could only join the website if my BMI was under 17 and I was under the age of 23 or something like that. There was some age limit. The woman asked me to take a photo of myself in front of a mirror in just my underwear to prove that I was skinny enough, which I idiotically also did, and that I had to write my first name and email on a piece of paper to prove it was me in the picture. She told me that she could ask me at any time for more pictures to prove I hadn't gained weight, at which point I'd be banned from the website for being fat. She gave me a sign up link and I joined the website. It was small and there were maybe like 40 members total, all young adolescent women. The conversations were mostly about our weights and diets. The site moderator, however, was apparently email woman's boyfriend. His name was something like Alpha Billcock, and I remember that if you said anything negative about him, you would be banned, and that he kept all of our underwear photos for safekeeping. He would routinely say vaguely sexual things to the young women, including myself on the website, and his girlfriend, the co-moderator, would be in on it and agree with whatever he said. I want to know if that photo of me is still out there. Does anyone know the name of this website? Or if it has been taken down? It terrifies me to think that it might still be running because while at the time it was fucked up, in retrospect it was even more disturbing and horrific. Whenever I think about that site I feel physically ill because I know there were girls even younger than me on there. There was also some weird slave thing, I don't remember what. Like the TNS requires we agree when we're ABC slaves or as girlfriend slaves or as some weird sexual fantasy thing. It's likely the two of them were collecting our pictures for nefarious reasons. I'm doing fine now. I'm at a normal weight. I was hospitalised and went for intensive therapy and recognised now that what I wanted to achieve was wrong. But I just want to make sure there isn't child pornography of me at £89 floating around somewhere still. It has been haunting me for years. Thank you. OP as a child discovered a pro-ED website used to gather illegal images. While this may be surprising to some, if you've watched videos like mine before then you'll know that predators hiding in plain sight isn't a new thing at all. Before we get into the comments, let's make a list of the key facts from this post. 
They joined the site when they were around 14 or 15. They note that the other users, around 40 of them, were also young people and some were younger than her. OP discovered this site for another one where it was promoted. To get in, you had to contact a woman for email. She would ask you for a photo of you in your underwear in front of a mirror holding up a sign with your name and email address and then you would get access. The woman also said she could ask for a photo like this at any point for future verification. The other moderator, the woman in the email's boyfriend, told all the users that they were his slaves. Seems to be some sort of sexual fantasy. The boyfriend also stored all of the verification photos. People in the comments gave their take on the situation, some admitting to running pro-ED sites in the past but never to the sexual fantasy extent. One user also links an article about a similar case. This seems to not be the only example. Reading the Vice article links, we can get an idea of what this site OP experience could possibly have been like. The writer mentions that she catfished the alleged ED coach into coaching her. She went through a similar process, but instead of an email, she had to join a WhatsApp group where she would be asked by the coach to send a photo of herself in front of a mirror in only her underwear. The writer would send a catfish photo, and he would accept. He would then ask her to accept some conditions before they began. She would have to be sexually degraded in order to achieve her goal. Keep in mind, the writer had told the man she was 15, and he had claimed his age to be 25. He would ask her to perform degrading tasks naked over the days that she spoke to him, and his final request would be for her to visit him in the city that he lived. Very disturbing to say the least, but this is likely on the same level as the group OP mentions. One user came to OP with some information important to the case. The fact that this person still had an active account from years ago on the site. They weren't the only one that knew the exact one, however, as someone else would message OP with the link. OP's updates are as follows. I was just messaged the website URL. It is still active, which is disappointing. I don't remember my login information and all of the boards are private and only able to be accessed by members. Membership is apparently no longer available for anyone. Threads have been updated even a few days ago. The person who messaged me was hesitant to post a URL, and so am I, honestly. I don't want anyone else to be exposed to that website. I think that part of me was hoping that I'd find out that the moderator and his girlfriend would be in jail, but now that I have the link, I intend on trying to find some place to report these two. Thank you all so much for your kind and supportive comments. Edit free. Final update. Thank you to everyone who provided links to tip lines. I reported their website to cybertip.org, the FBI, and I'm looking into other avenues with reporting it anonymously to my own local law enforcement agencies. I also appreciate the people who know of or have been members of the site contacting me to offer support and evidence. For all of those people, I urge you to report the site as well. The more reports, the better. It's unlikely that photo of me is going to show up. Part of me was scared that maybe it was just floating around on the forums to this day, but from what I can tell, this site has weirdly transitioned to a celebrity gossip finspo site. I really appreciate everyone's help. I have no desire to ever return to that place in my life, and honestly, I am comforted knowing karma will come for those two in time. Thank you all, and I wish everyone here all the best. Lots of love. As far as we know, Opie has now reported the site. It's terrifying to think that it's still up, however, with threads apparently being updated every few days. We can just hope that any people still on the site manage to get out before they're in far too deep. 
If you somehow have any knowledge of sites similar to this one, I urge you to report them to the appropriate people. It honestly helps more than you could ever realise. OP is in therapy now and seems to be doing better. Would you believe me if I told you there was a completely random video on YouTube uploaded in 2009 with over 22 million views? Well, if you said no, you'd be mistaken. This video was brought to my attention when it was posted on the r slash mystery subreddit. Let's take a look at the post. Found this random hand recorded video on YT that's 13 years old and named as video 00005. Couldn't really find anything up on the internet and comment sections were turned off. I'm curious why it has 22 million views, despite being such an ordinary video. Now, let's take a look at the video. Why do you have a flashlight on this one? This is, yeah. yeah, it's because it burns. It burns? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. What? You blind me. Really it's really that bright. Yeah, it hurts a lot. Oh, whatever. What are you doing? You're videoing. <laughs> Shy pants? What? Hiding? Oh, here It's a very weird video. Nothing really seems to happen. It's been uploaded by a channel called 1336P4U1. The channel has over 60,000 subscribers, 37,000 likes on the video, and the comments are disabled. There are 18 other videos on the channel. This is the only one above 60,000 views, however. They're all just as confusing as the one I showed. They're from years ago, so obviously the camera and audio quality are both very low, making it hard to really see what's happening or figure out what they're saying. The videos also don't go in order. They start with relatively descriptive names such as Pioneer 4-inch speakers before moving into most of them being titled Random. The last three videos on the channel are titled Vid00007, Vid00005, and Vid00009. I'll be honest and say there's really no definitive answer here. All we have are theories of other users and the videos which can help you form your own opinion. One user's theory is that someone with a lot of subscribers made a video on a true crime case where this video was a piece of evidence. People came from that video to the original channel to see it in its original form and that's why it has so many views. A good theory, but Opie says they watch a lot of these videos and haven't seen it in any. As someone who also watches a lot of those videos and internet mystery related ones, I have 
I've also never seen anyone talk about this before now. Another user comes up with a similar theory that the girl shown in the video could be a victim of a crime. If I had to come up with a theory, I would have two. One is that it's simply just a video that got recommended by YouTube after years and people clicked on it because of how weird it looks. The other theory I have is that this video was included in one of the popular, obscure slash mysterious YouTube videos playlists and that's how it gathered all of those views. I think all theories presented here are the best ones that one could come up with as they just seem the most plausible, but whether you agree, disagree, or have a different theory entirely, let me know about it in the comments and I'll be sure to check them all out. Have you ever had a run-in with a predator? Hopefully not, but one user posting on the Creepy Encounters subreddit wasn't that lucky. Till this day, I'm glad I never went into his apartment. To start, I was 10 years old at the time, and back then my grandparents used to own a whole apartment complex and the leasing office was attached to our house in the complex, so this is where I spent most of my childhood. My grandmother would run the office and my grandfather would do all the physical labour around with other workers. I spent a lot of time in the complex riding my bike, walking my Jack Russell, playing in the creeks behind the trees like normal kids stuff. Nothing crazy. I always felt safe around there and everyone knew me as the owner's grandchild. Certain parts of these memories get a little foggy as I get older, so I can't remember every incident, but I remember enough to know this man. Something just wasn't right about him. When my grandmother first leased the apartment to this man, I never even knew until I actually met him. The first time I met him, I was walking around the complex, doing nothing in particular but minding my business. And I see him. He approaches me and begins to make small talk and me being friendly always spoke back. He mentioned how he just moved in. His apartment is super cool and he doesn't mind if me and my friends ever want to come over. Didn't think anything of it at the time and agreed. But things just started to progress the more I'd see him around. Eventually I knew that something wasn't right. The next time I met him I was walking around the entrance of the apartment complex and to add, Mercer County Community College was right behind the apartment complex so I used to travel over there and you could cut through to the college by the entrance of the apartments. I was only over there because the overhead bridge that looks down into the creek was there and I used to enjoy peeking over and seeing the fish swim around. Well, once I was done looking, I turned around and there he was, in the walkthrough of the apartments in the college, peeing into the bushes. He turns towards me, exposing himself, and apologised for me seeing him like this. Of course, as a ten-year-old, your brain doesn't process things as easily, so I told him it was okay and walked away. He just stood there, reminded me about this apartment, and that was the end of it. Now, he started getting really creepy because the last two encounters I very clearly remember were the final straw to it all, and little ten-year-old me started realising that this wasn't okay. I was walking my dog Buddy one day and he saw me again and approached me. He asked if he could pet my dog. I was hesitant but agreed because my dog is very friendly and I never taught him to be mean. He crouched down to pet him and his penis fell out the side of his shorts. And this was when I realised he wasn't okay. He sat there petting my dog and groping himself very visibly for me to see. I was appalled. 
I honestly didn't know what to do and alarms were rising in my head. I just stared at what he was doing and he asked what I liked to do, if I'd like to come over and play games with him. I just told him, one day, and told him I better get going so I can finish walking the dog. The final encounter, I had my best friend who was 10 at the time and my sister who was 3 at the time over at the house with me and we decided to take the dog for a walk. He was fun to walk with, very hyper, and would drag you if you let him. We were walking in the backyard of some apartments and lo and behold, he appeared, almost like he knew we were there, like he was watching us. He began to casually talk complimenting my dog and asking us if we wanted to see his dog. My little sister agreed and walked a little closer as he pulled out his phone. I was fooled for a second and thought maybe he really does have a dog. He crouched down next to my sister and started showing photos. As I got closer, I realised he was showing nude photos of him and his dog. Then I realised he was groping himself and had exposed himself for his shorts again. He was too close to my baby sister for comfort and it made me very uncomfortable. He could have snatched her and ran if he really wanted to and I always think about that. I was in a state of shock as I realised he was inviting us over again. Best friend realised this was creepy as well and we just exchanged looks. I knew I needed to get us out of there. So I bent down to pet my dog and I clipped his leash knowing he'd dart away in intense speed. And he did, just as I planned. We yelled, the dog's loose, grabbed my sister and noped the fuck out of there and left him exactly where he remained. Just staring. We ran home in tears, telling my grandfather everything I experienced since the day he moved in. I felt horrible knowing I let it escalate so long to the point others around me were exposed to it. The cops were called. He was arrested on the spot and we had to tell everything to child investigators, cops and the news. It was a lot and after he was gone, reality set in and so did the trauma. I swear that dog saved us and got us out of there and I miss him every day because if I didn't have him, I wouldn't have known what to do. I just think more so about what would have happened if I fell for going to his apartment, or even worse, if he got his hands on a child that was ten times more gullible than me. Fucked up parts, he only stayed in jail for the weekend until his family bonded him out. If you're reading this, Giovanni, rotten hell, you creep. Opie linked an article about the situation. The 37-year-old man was charged with three counts of sexual assault, lewdness, and endangering the welfare of a child. This article was from 10 years ago and one user in the comments mentioned that it seems as if he got away with it fully, as he couldn't find any record of him in any sex offenders registry or of him being charged with the crime. Opie really did get everyone out of a bad situation. This could have gone much worse if they hadn't have fought to let the dog loose. Or even worse, if the dog wasn't with them in the first place. Can you imagine going on a trip for a week, coming back to your home only to find something disturbing written on the inside of your window in dust? Well, that was OP's exact situation. Let's take a look. Came home from a five night camping trip to find each shit drawn in dust on our sliding door. Took a closer look and it's on the inside side. 
nothing is missing, nothing has even been moved. GF and I rent a three bedroom house from a company in a middle class area west of Phoenix. It's a smart home with no video surveillance yet, but there is a motion detector facing the living room and sliding door, and the company knows when the front door opens, so we'll be checking with them today to see if they have any record during that time frame. They were closed last night. When we left, I remember double checking the locks, including the sliding door, and I feel confident that I would have noticed it that day had the writing been there. It also appears to be fairly new. When we arrived back yesterday and had this realisation, I cleared the whole house, checked every closet and shower, every possible hiding spot. We do not have an attic or basement, no sign of anyone having been here. No bathroom use, no food missing. I have a lot of expensive music gear and nothing seems to be missing or even move. It feels like no one has been here. But here's the writing on the inside. How? We have a carbon monoxide detector as well. The locks. Front door is a code lock, automatically locks if you just leave it, but I manually locked it when we left. Sliding back door is just that standard metal clasp. Windows have dual clasps, all locked. The property is walled off, a six foot brick wall around most of the property and an iron gate on the other side. Scalable, sure. Garage leads to a deadbolt door to the house which we leave open, so I suppose it's possible someone got the garage door open and left through the front with it locking automatically behind them. Company should have record of that if that's the case. We only took my truck on the trip. Her car was in the garage. The idea that someone would get the garage open despite seeing a car there come in, not touch anything, write that and leave without taking anything. I just don't see the motivation. We don't have enemies here. We know several of our neighbours. Haven't called the police because we were tired. Everything seems intact and the company was closed. Want to check with them first. No, it doesn't say and die anywhere. I was half expecting